Welcome to the Peer Your Purpose Podcast, where we teach you how to simplify your life and you learn how to conquer one hard thing at a time on your journey into the destiny set aside for you. Welcome back to the second season of the Peer Purpose Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you enjoyed the first season. There's plenty of episodes still out there, plenty of content. So go back and listen to them if you haven't yet. But we are ready to roll out another season. This season is going to be packed with a lot of different things. A lot of different things. So stay tuned. We're going to bring principals on. We're going to bring superintendents on. We're going to bring counselors on. It's going to be a jam-packed season with lots of information that will hopefully transform you into walking out the destiny that you were created to walk out. And so super excited to be here with you all. Today I want to talk about something. I believe I'm going to answer a few questions for you all today. There's a lot of things that I see in my travels. And I've been in Northeast Colorado for a, for the last, actually, a year. We have hit a year, about a year ago uh, this time, like yesterday, I was called in to run a program to take kids a little bit deeper when it came to their emotional and mental state. And so we ran it, and there's a few schools that I've been in, two to be exact, that I've been in since last March. So it's been a year, and I've seen a lot of things with this program, but not only with this program, with a lot of traveling that I've done over the last seven years. And one of the things that I'm going to get into today is I'm going to ask you right now, This is what I need from you. I need you to lock in with me. I need you to focus. For the next 20 to 25 minutes, I don't want you to worry about a lot going on that's outside of your control right now. I want you to lock in with me because I'm going to answer a question for you, I believe. I think that when I approach a lot of kids, and not even kids, but I see this in adults too, and when I approach them, one of the things that I feel that is almost like a question that isn't being asked, but I feel like they're asking it with their look or with their actions is this. Bobby, I understand that you're here to help us. Bobby, I understand that you want to teach us about our emotions and you want to teach us about overcoming our negative self-talk. And Bobby, we also understand that you want us to confront our reality. But why do I need to work on this now? And I'm going to answer that question today. And I hope that after you listen to this episode, you'll have a better understanding of why it's so important that you cannot wait till you cross that bridge to work on the things that you struggle with because one day they're going to show up. And if you don't prepare before you get there, you're not going to know how to navigate through it. So I want to take you through that today, step by step, Why do you need to work on this now? I'm going to share a little bit of my journey in this because it took me years to figure this out. I was about 27, 28 years old when I really realized that the things that I've been through in life, the pain that I experienced in life, until I figured that out, there was no way I was going to be able to go forward in a positive direction. And so one of the things that I want to share with you is where I came from in my childhood and the things that I experienced and not even, it's not even something that was deliberate. Some of it's unintentional. Some of the things we just think it's normal life because that's what we grow up in. But then we go out into the real world 
And what we do in the real world is we experience so many different people, so many different perspectives, so many different cultures, and we realize the one thing is true, that not everybody lives like we do. And I think we're seeing that more and more even in the world today with everything that's going on and the differences that we have and everyone's opinion needs to be heard and nah, that's wrong because that's your opinion and this is my opinion so I'm right. The one thing is true. We all have different perspectives. We all have different backgrounds. We all have different upbringings. We've all been through different things in life. So we have to understand that we cannot live life with a self-centered perspective. And so we have to be able to live life with a perspective that, you know what? Sure, I'm going to take care of myself, but it's not all about me. So why do I need to work on this, Bobby? I believe I'm going to answer that question for you today. One of the things that I look back on and I look back at my childhood and I look back on the things that I've been through and I was a middle child. A lot of you know my story and that I was a middle child of an older brother. He's a year older than me. Shout out Willie Jones. I love you, man. But he was a year older than me. We've talked about this a little bit briefly before and I have a younger sister. She was a few years younger than me, but I was smack dab in the middle and I really felt that I was neglected. I felt this way. I'm not saying that my parents did it intentionally. I love my parents. But I do feel I was neglected. I do feel that I kind of got the short end of the stick a lot of the times. And what I didn't realize was this growing up. And I didn't realize it till later on. And I had a friend actually share this with me probably a few months back, like six months ago. They said, Bobby, you know when one thing that I realized? I said, what's that? They said, I realized that what I didn't have growing up affected me way more than what I did have. And I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is so profound because it's so true. A lot of wounds that are developed inside of us come from the lack of the needs being met in our lives. Whether it was poor love, whether it was being talked down to, whether it was maybe we grew up in a different situation financially and we didn't have a lot growing up, whatever it may be for you, it's different. Some people have experienced the deepest of deep, right? Sexual molestation, other uh, physical abuse, different things like that. And so one of the things that we have to understand is the things that we go through from the very beginning, that when we start experiencing emotional pain, and we started experiencing mental anguish, we have to understand that that is starting to create something inside of us. And it's shaping us in ways that we think is going to best serve us. But I'm here to tell you it may not serve you well. Because what happens is, is you hold those things in. And the more you hold them in, the more you're waiting for a volcano to erupt. I do an emotion illustration with ball pit balls in a bucket. And what I do is I have different color balls of purple, blue, red, yellow, green. And I use different colors, of course, for emotion. So blue is sad. Purple is, um, I can't remember exactly, but red is anger. Different things like that, right? Joy is uh, green, maybe. I can't I can't exactly remember what, I'm, what, I, what I'll use them for, but... What I do is, is I kind of show like as a kid, what happens is when we're young, like from the minute we can really feel pain, right? Because um, I mean, when we're a baby, we can feel things, but it's not, 
it just depends what situation you were in. You know, some people were born into drugs and different things like that. So that's going to affect you in different ways. And so I would say, again, from the time we can really understand, like, I'm sad or I'm happy or um, I'm, you know, depressed or anxious, whatever it may be, what happens is we start stuffing them because a lot of the times we're not told that it's okay to have space to, to share our emotions we're told that when we get angry, oh, put that away. No, 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 we can't, you can't show that. Or when we're sad, suck it up, buttercup, or whatever it may be. Even when you're happy, maybe some people are negative and they're never happy. So when you're happy, they don't want you to be. So they say, hey, why are you so excited all the time? And what it does is it, it literally stuffs out your flame. And you start stuffing. And you can't process because no one's ever told you it was okay to process And so as you go through life, those things turn into depression. Those things turn into anxiety. Those things turn into loneliness, okay? They turn into anger. And what happens is that's how you start living your life because you'll start meeting people with different experiences and they've had their own things that they've had to work through. And what happens is you guys start bumping up against each other. I call it bumping your bucket. Go back and there's two-part series in the first season, Bumping Your Bucket Part 1, Bumping Your Bucket Part 2. And I explain a little bit more of that, but you get your bucket bumped, and what happens is it comes out, and either you lose it on someone or whatever it is, or it develops trust issues because you were betrayed. And so you're eventually going to get to the place where if you hold it in enough, one day as you continue getting older and even into your adulthood, you're going to start living your life that way and it's going to affect everything it's going to affect your relationships platonically it's going to affect your marriage one day when you get married it's going to affect your spouse it's going to affect your kids your kids and then then what's going to happen is you're going to start spilling over onto them and now they're going to create this cycle all over again and so we have to get to the place where we understand that if something is not going to serve us well we cannot let it stay We need to be able to say, you know what, I'm going to go through pain. There's going to be things that happen. Some of it's going to be in my control. Some of it's going to be out of my control. But what's in my control, I'm going to work on it to the best of my ability. What's out of my control is I'm going to try to protect myself and get as healthy as I can emotionally, get as healthy as I can mentally. I'm going to try to protect myself so that when things come, it doesn't take me further down a wormhole. So that's why you have to start working on this stuff now. That's why you can't let it sit. That's why it's not wise to just say, you know what? No, no, no. I'm good. Don't talk to me. Don't tell me about myself. One of the biggest benefits in my life is I have people that are willing to look at my blind spots for me. Blind spots are defined as things that I have that may affect myself or others in a negative way but I can't see them. And so I have tons of people around me in my life that will help me see my my blind spots when I can't see them. Now, I'll be honest with you. I've gotten to a place where I've gotten pretty good at staying healthy and working through the things that come. So for the most part, I know when something is poking out and I'm like, ooh, no, no, no. I can't let that stay because that's going to bring me down a wormhole that I'm not going to like the result on the other side. 
And so for the most part, but if there's things that maybe rise up in me that I don't understand, what I'll do is, is I'll go to the people in my life that I trust the most, that I know have a genuine heart for me. And I know that it's coming from a good place and not a place of malice. And what I'll do is, is I'll look at them and I'll say, hey, like I, this happened. This is how I felt. Can you tell me why I may have felt like this? And then if there's something that I don't know, they'll explain, okay, this is what maybe happened. This is what it's tied to or whatever. And they'll be, oh, that's so, that's so true. And I'll take a look as like, yeah, that resonates with me or whatever it is. And then I start working. I start getting to work on my inner self and say, you know what? Okay, then that's clearly a blind spot. It's a healing point that I need to go after. And I know that if I go after the quicker I get to it, the better off I'll be. And then later on, when I take care of that, it won't be something that creeps up on me that's going to affect the things that I want to do in my life. It's very important to understand that if you let things fester, anger, pain, things that with emotions, if you let them fester, what's going to happen is one day they're going to show up and you're going to have to deal with yourself. You're going to have to come. I tell kids all this time. One day you're going to come face to face with yourself. And one day you're going to have to deal with all the things that you're choosing not to deal with. And instead of waiting, what I'm teaching young kids is you can start the process now to start getting healthier. So as you go through life and as you go through more things in life, it won't be as hard. Because one of the things that I dealt with when I finally got through treatment the second time, a lot of you know I went to treatment for alcohol addiction twice. And the second time was January 2nd, 2015. But when I came out, one of the things that I had to look at was the pile that was sitting in front of me at the bottom of a mountain, a metaphorical mountain that I was trying to climb to get to the other side. And I had to deal with it now. I had to clean up the messes. Instead of making better choices earlier with going after, you know, learning about my emotions and what does it mean to really process things and what does it mean to really write things out and understand what I'm responsible for and even looking back on like what could I have took more responsibility for. But I had to, because I chose to neglect it for many years, I end up having to deal with it at 27, 28 years old. And again, there's no it's not wasn't too late, but it also took away and wasted some time that if someone would have told me about this when I was younger, I would have been able to understand, okay, this is what I need to do, and this is going to hinder me. A lot of you know me holding out and not doing this, it hindered me. I had a dream to play football. Now, I love what I do now. I don't have any regrets. I would never trade it in because I love what I do. It's amazing. And honestly, I'll be honest with you, I get a lot of the same feelings now when I'm getting ready to speak and do what I do than I, that I did when I played football. So I'm good with where I'm at, but I had a dream to play football. And I didn't realize that because I didn't know how to conduct myself, I didn't know how to take responsibility for the things that I did or the things that I've been through. And like one of the things I didn't know that, you know, what happened to me, and there was other things that happened, but what happened to me wasn't necessarily all my fault. But I was responsible for the healing. And because I didn't know that, it actually 
turned into where one would actually think that I had character issues because when I would drink, these wounds that I had from even my childhood would come out when I got bumped and it ruined things for me and I got in trouble with the law and different things happened like that all because I didn't know that this was important. And I look back on even um, some of the choices I made when it came to relationships and how I wish I would have had someone sit me down and say, hey, this is why it's important to handle your heart and someone else's heart with care because this is where it could lead you one day. And I didn't have that. And I had to learn that the hard way. And because of that, it took me many years into my adult years to understand what it meant to be an adult, be responsible for yourself, take ownership of the things that you did, take ownership of the healing that you needed. And I could have done that over time instead of all at once. Now, again, wouldn't trade anything in, but this is why you need to take care of it now, because at some point in time, there is going to be a volcanic eruption of what you chose not to deal with right now. And it may come out in ways that you don't want it to. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you, it will come out in ways that you don't want it to. The anger, you'll scare people. Okay. The emotionless attention you'll get to a place where people can't have emotions around you because you never learn how to have them. That's why it's important. Don't wait till you get to a place where it's too late and it ruins things for you and it takes away opportunities because some point I said it earlier in this episode, you're going to come face to face with yourself and you're going to have to deal with it. And so I implore you that if you're listening to this right now, start taking a different approach on why do I need to handle this, Bobby? Why do I need to worry about my emotions right now? I just want to have fun. Bobby, why do I need to worry about my choices right now? Come on, you're a fun hater. I've had a kid tell me that at a school. You're a fun hater, man. We're going to go to college and we're going to drink beer and we're going to do all this stuff. Okay, you can think that, but I'm telling you, I've been where you will go one day. And if I can stop anybody from going down that path trust me it's worth it because i know where that road leads so i want you to look deep within right now when did you listen to this and say do i need to take care of stuff way better than i am right now and how do i do that where do i start i'm going to tell you right now a big thing you can do is bring people around you that you know love you that are willing to tell you the truth The truth doesn't always feel good, but the truth will always lead you into growth. And so get people around you that are willing to say, and if you're not sure, go to people and say, hey, when I get angry, what what does that feel like to you? Or do I struggle with this? Be able to ask questions. If you're not sure, they'll tell you. Now, again, have it be someone you love because you don't want them to just be like, oh, you're doing this, you do this. No, 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 that's not what we want. But you want people to be able to look at your blind spots and you want people to say, you know what? Hey, I love you enough to tell you that this right here is going to be one of the biggest hindrances and one of the biggest roadblocks that you'll have to walk over 10, 15, 20 years from now. Think deep, think long, think hard.
do you need to say, yeah, Bobby, you're right. I need to start paying attention to my emotions. I need to start confronting my reality. I need to get to a place where my actions and my words are lining up. I want you to think about those things today because this could be a start of the amazing path and amazing journey that you go down. And I can't promise you that even if you start doing this, that there won't be more pain. I tell my kids that all the time. There's going to be more pain. I can't tell you that when you heal and you choose to forgive that there's not going to be the next day someone may come and hurt you. I can't promise that. But what I can promise you is you'll have the tools. You'll be equipped that when you do go through hard things and when people do maybe misuse your trust or when you do have a situation where you're getting triggered and you don't know how to handle it, you will be more equipped to say, ah, this is what he was talking about. And as you continue to go through things and you get through them healthy, then it'll be easier for you to get through that the next time. And you'll just keep getting through and getting through and getting through. I tell kids this all the time. I went through hard things for 10 years with, with alcohol and everything like that. But I went through harder things these last seven years doing what I do. And because I chose to get healthy, as I kept going through and I kept doing the inner work on myself, not someone else working on my life harder than me, but me actually doing the inner work as I continued to do that, the hard things didn't seem as hard. And I was able to get through them easier because I had already been there or there was a version of it that I had dealt with so it's easy for me to get through to the other side on it. That's why you need to take care of it. That's why you need to work on this right now. We want to hear from you. Podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Where are you listening from? What are you getting out of this podcast? What's the biggest thing you've taken away? How has this maybe helped transform your life? And maybe even if you have a question, we will turn your question into an episode. We love you. You're going to do amazing things. There's greatness inside of you. There's so much gold inside of you. That gold will change the world. That's all I got. See you next time.